Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Hello, lovely. We are about six weeks out from Christmas and I don't know about you, but I've started to get a lot of invites to things, Christmas parties, industry functions and all the rest. And I thought this is actually a great time to talk about building up our support network because ultimately all these events we're invited to are about building those personal connections. They're about building meaningful relationships. So it's good to have this front of mind while we're accepting all these invites and be really intentional about what we are choosing to do, who we are choosing to engage with and who we spend our time with and invest our energy in. Because it's very easy to kind of just roll with the opportunities as they arise. But the truth is we all have a limited amount of time and a limited amount of energy. And we want to make sure that we are really using this intentionally, that we are creating those meaningful relationships that bring us joy and support us and help us grow together. Hence the reason we're talking about this today, because I don't think we talk about our support systems enough. I think quite often we fall into it. There's such a tendency in today's society to think that we can or we should be able to do things on our own. And the truth is, you can always do things on your own. But there's that saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I think this is so true. The people that we put around us actually enable us to reach further, to do more, to have more impact, not only as an individual, but also collectively. So actually accepting that we need this support system around us, this sort of network of people who are there to really provide us emotional support, to provide us practical guidance and insight and inspiration is so important. And as we think about it, there are so many people in our lives. We have family, we have friends, we have colleagues, we have professionals around us, we have our partners, and they all provide us that support and encouragement and assistance in different ways. But it's also important to remember that our support network doesn't need to just be made up of the people we talk to weekly or daily. I actually like to think of our support network as being a web. So you have those people that are closest to the centre and they're your nearest and dearest and often are made up of our family and friends. And then you have that next layer out. They might be the people that you interact with regularly but not daily. And then as you get further and further out, there might be people on that outer layer of your web who you only touch base with once a year. They might be former colleagues or an old mentor, but they are still integral to your web. They still provide support in a really important way. And the key to all of these people is that they are people that you trust and respect and they offer valuable insight and help when you need it. These are people who are there to support you, not for their own self-serving purposes. These are genuine, rewarding, healthy relationships with people who we value and respect. So this isn't just about how people can support you. It's about how we support each other. How do we create those relationships where we bring out the best in each other? We create win-win situations for each other. And not everyone in our web needs to be an expert in everything. We should absolutely be seeking out the right people for the right support and guidance as and when we need it. 
you know, you might have people that you turn to for career advice and then you might have other people you turn to for helping juggling day-to-day logistics. And not everyone in your network needs to know or be involved in every area of your life, right? It's up to you to decide who's involved in what and who's privy to what information. And as I said, some people you'll interact with daily, some people will be weekly or monthly, and some people it will literally be once a year. But I would say if you're not actually touching base with someone once a year, you probably need to check in on that relationship, right? Even if it's a message at Christmas saying, hey, I was thinking of you, wishing you the best for the new year. That's still touching base and starting a conversation. But you want to still be engaged with these people in some way because there's nothing worse than someone reaching out when you haven't heard from them for years because they need help. And I think we've all probably been on the receiving end of that when you've got a call from a former colleague asking you to be a referee and they've not spoken to you in five years. You know, that's weird. So don't ever put yourself in that position. Actually get intentional and cultivate strong relationships. And I know I always talk about systematising things, but I think this is so important. The more intentionally we can think about our support network, the more intentional we can be with the connections. And we can then put it almost into autopilot, right? If it's putting someone's diary in your birthday so that each year you touch base at the one point of the year, that's important. So think about how you can actually cultivate those relationships, especially for people that are not part of your day-to-day or your regular activities. So I wanted to share a couple of other ideas for you about how we actually create these healthy and supportive and meaningful relationships. One really important one is to Focus on the needs of others. So good relationships are always founded on give and take, right? Both parties need to have benefit in the friendship. So ensure that you're providing value to the other person. And that often means not focusing on ourselves or your needs, but by focusing on what they need. Be that person that shows up for them, that is always there and has their back and remembers the important milestones or the important activities that are going on and touches base. When you're that person, I can guarantee that they will show up for you. They will reciprocate that. So always focus on the needs of others first and think strategically, right? Consider all the areas of your life. So think about your health, your finances, your career, your romantic relationships, your friends and family, maybe your spirituality, and think about what are the areas that you need help in? You know, where aren't you performing as well as you would like to? And then go and seek out people who have the right skills and characteristics and experience that you need and be open to getting their help. Ask for help. Put yourself out there. And I know that that can be very uncomfortable for many of us, but we have to be willing to be vulnerable in order to create genuine connection. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career-orientated women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. I think we all know at least one of those people who is so perfectly put together. They never have a hair out of place. Their makeup always looks fabulous. They always look amazing. Like they seem to be perfect on the outside. And whilst we can absolutely look up to those people, we can always put them on a pedestal. They are not the people that we want to talk openly with about our concerns or our fears or the challenges we face because they don't feel relatable. 
right? They have no vulnerability that we've seen. And so whilst we may aspire to that, in reality, they are not the people who we feel connected to. We feel connected to people who are human, who are normal, like us, who are struggling. And so just keep that in mind. You don't need to be perfect in these interactions. You need to be open to sharing what's going on and also open to feedback. Now, that's not to say you always need to take on everyone else's advice. You don't, right? You're a grown up. You can filter this and you should filter this. But the more you can surround yourself with people who you value and respect, the more good advice you're going to get. And the easier it is going to be to find solutions and opportunities. So really embrace that support around you. Now, another point is don't expect your romantic relationship. Don't expect your romantic relationship to fill all your emotional needs. And I see this sometimes with myself where I put pressure on my husband to kind of understand my career, my business aspirations. And quite frankly, he doesn't. And I think we can actually bring a lot more joy to our romantic partnerships when we take the pressure off of the relationship to provide us with all of that support. I'm much better seeking advice and guidance on my business and my career from my coach, from my mastermind community, from my peers, and from friends who have similar experiences. Those people, they understand. They offer insight. They offer value to me. So it's about knowing who to go to for the right information. And it's about knowing who to go to for the support that you need at the time. So allow yourself to take the pressure off your partner and change your expectations on what a fulfilling relationship looks like. Because the truth is having a partner is not a fast track to having a happier life either. So know what support they offer you and be okay with the fact that they don't necessarily understand or appreciate your professional concerns or desires. Now, we also want to think about making sure that your network isn't just made up of people that you like or are like you. Sometimes it is extremely helpful to have someone who always points the holes out in everything and constantly challenges you and asks those hard questions because quite often those hard questions will open up a doorway for us and get us thinking differently and challenge us. And that is where quite often we see massive results come from. So make sure you have a mix of people in your network, right? The devil's advocate is such an important role. Also, you want to have those subject matter experts, the people who know the detail on the thing that you are trying to achieve. You also want to have the supporter, the person who has your back every step of the way and cheers you on without question and without fault. Like that's your ride or die. They are going to have your back no matter what. And you also want to have the accountability partner. Who is keeping you accountable for things? Who can you ask to give you that support? Also think about, you know, who are the risk takers? Who are the people who are always pushing the bar and doing things differently, who are willing to be daring and take those bold steps outside of their comfort zone? And how could that benefit you? So really think about the mix of people that you have in your support network. And I I like to kind of refer to these people as like my advisory board because that's how I think of them. It's this web of people who provide me support and guidance and advice on the different areas of my career and my life as and when I need them. And as I said before, so important to this is making sure that we focus on the mutual benefit of this relationship. We are there for them as much as they are there for us. And the more you can go first and demonstrate that support, the better that connection will be. And you also want to be vulnerable. You want to share your goals and your vision with these people. You want them to know what you're working towards and you want them to know where you struggle because that will then open up 
opportunities and doors and pathways that you can't even think of right now, right? The world kind of happens in that weird and wonderful way. When we start to share things, things start to come together. So don't be scared of sharing or being vulnerable or open. And then the other thing is to also think about what it is you are requesting from these people because sometimes you will actually just want to make a direct request for some support and guidance. So reach out and be open and direct about that with them. There's no point faffing around. Be respectful of people's time and and people will genuinely try and do everything they can to support you. And so as we are approaching this like crazy Christmas season, think about who you are spending your time with. Who are you spending your energy on? How are you investing in real relationships that will support you long term? Go to the events with those people and say no to the things that won't light you up, right? You should want to be spending time with these people who nurture your soul and create possibility for you and support you and have your back. They are your people. So spend the time with them. Okay, my lovelies, I'm going to leave you there. Have a beautiful day and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, head over to Instagram. I'm at Beautiful Disruptions and reach out if you want to connect. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.